0: What's up, guys? This is the Powerline Kids podcast for Sunday, the 29th of September, 2019. Uh, it's Brian Black, and um, I want to get right the fuck into it. So, yeah, so we 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 recorded uh, the episode uh, during the week, and um, we realized after we finished recording it um, that I got caught in the lovely internet fucking hoax P- fucking portal now this I fucking hate this shit these internet hoaxes drive me fucking crazy because they they fucking kill people or they talk about like you know Elvis was found fucking alive like down the street from like three old ladies in a retirement community out in like the middle of nowhere in Virginia but no um <clears throat> and usually those have pictures but uh yeah so I got caught up uh, reading about um Captain Spaulding, uh, the actor who was in all the um, Rob Zombie movies, Um, he is actually dead. That is that is confirmed. Uh, His wife and Rob Zombie confirmed that. Um, Unfortunately, we got caught in a hoax because under that article was an article about Joe Perry from Aerosmith. He is not dead. So I want to apologize to anybody who listened to that. Um, there was four different articles, uh, in the last probably nine months about him dying once last November, one in February and one in June. So I didn't check the date, unfortunately, that's my bad. Um, so right after we finished recording, I was reading something and then right on that was a Rolling Stone, uh, release that said, you know, um, he was fine. He's going out on tour and all this stuff. So yeah, it was my bad, um, but you know what? Shit happens. I'm fucking human, like everybody else. Um, but I hate that shit. You know? I mean, fuck. They've 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 done that so many times uh, over the last couple years, where something starts trending on like Twitter, and you know, this famous celebrity's dead, and you know, it, it it's fucking annoying because you don't know who to believe. Um, And that's a fucking problem because these are places you're going to try to 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 kind of keep up on current events because, you know, Twitter is as it happens for the most part. It's it's fucking instant, you know, like um, over the summer, uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral caught on fire. Um, That was fucking I was watching the video feed from fucking France. That was fucking heartbreaking. Um, but I mean, they saved a lot of the relics that were there, which is cool. Um, uh, everybody knows the, uh, uh, Notre Dame is the home of, uh, very, very great painting. Um, and it's, uh, it's a great place. I've always, that's one religious place. I mean, if you, if nobody's been to, if anybody's been to fucking Paris and has, has been to Notre Dame, um, cathedral, you know, let me know, hit us up with an email, um, you know, hit the, uh, the, the webpage up, powerlinekidspodcast.com. And uh, we are, and let us know if you've actually been there, you've seen it and taken pictures of it. I've heard a lot of stories about it. That's one thing, um, one place I would like to visit, not because it's a religious place, but because it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of architecture. Um, just the way it's constructed and how everything's constructed and and all that. Um, I like gothic architecture. Um, another great place to visit, which is very ornate with stuff, would be uh, St. Pat's in New York City. Um, St. Pat's Cathedral in New York City is one of the um, most... It's, it's a very beautiful building uh, with all of the artwork and the ornate... Um, statues that are there, uh, the stained glass windows, I mean, the place is great, it's steeped in history, um, so not only is it a religious thing, it's also a very historical place, um, no, sorry folks, I'm actually getting over a little bit of a head cold, anyway, um, but yeah, these internet hoaxes really, really fucking, they really fucking burn me, because, you're going to these. You're going to Facebook or the internet, and you're trying to get like the new, the current news. Because listen, I, I, I'm I don't know how many people do, but I don't like watching the news. The news is very fucking depressing because the news now is really just looking for um that shock factor, like oh the a dog down the street, like you know, saved a baby from a burning house. And then you know that's like a heartfelt thing, and then they turn around and go, but like eight people were gunned down like down the street, you know, and and the madman is still on the loose, or a bomb went off in um, overseas, and you know uh, it's believed to be terrorism, uh, terrorists at work, and eight Americans were were injured, and like a bunch of civilians were killed, and it's like the news nowadays is very fucking depressing because they hit you with that shock factor. They want the ratings. They want to be the first ones to announce it. Um. So, but I, I don't like a lot of these news stations. Um. I like trying to go, okay, I'll go to the internet because the internet's got all, it's supposed to be, of course, again, like we say, <laughs> Google's God. So, a lot of this is supposed to be from legitimate sources. Even the legitimate sources get fucking taken for a ride every once in a while. Um, I mean, look what happened with, uh, with all the shit, uh, that's going on with Trump. I mean, I'm on the president. He's constantly, constantly, constantly in the fucking news. Um, because he's a fucking lunatic, like we said before. Um, but these hoaxes they draw people in because you're you're just everybody wants to find news a different way nobody trusts print uh, nobody reads print media anymore like the newspaper everybody gets it from their phones their their laptops their desktops while they're at work um while they're watching tv and a lot of the shit unfortunately you got to double check and I kind of dropped the ball on that. I'm usually very good about fact-checking stuff, and unfortunately, I fucked up. So, um, pardon me uh, for being human, um, and again, you know, uh, we did get an email, I pointed it out, and I just want to tell a person to go fuck themselves. So, <laughs> pretty much, uh, that literally is, you know, there's no need to call, uh, point out something, especially when you already realized it. So, you're fucking, you know, you're just trying to, you're trying to ruffle feathers. And, you know, don't be a dick. Um, everybody fucks up once in a while. And I'm sure you're not fucking perfect either. So, and that's the way I feel. But just uh, just want to say I'm, I'm fucking, I got caught up in it. And uh, it really does suck. Um, but, again, it happens. You know, it's the internet. Um, you have to check everything twice. Um, like the old carpenter saying, measure twice, cut once. Um, because that is the best way to do it. So if you measure once and cut once and you go to put the piece in place, you could be fucking three, three to five inches off, um, either three to five inches too much or three to five inches too short. So it's, uh, it's, you gotta double check your facts, gotta double check all your shit. But, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, getting back to, uh, to the topic of at hand about news. Um, so Sunday, today's Sunday. This morning on CNN, Robert De Niro was interviewed. Um, I love Robert De Niro because he does not give a fuck. He doesn't. Robert De Niro is one of the uh, most respected actors in fucking Hollywood. And this guy went on CNN this morning, and he basically, if anybody's seen Robert De Niro recently and anything he said, he does not like Donald Trump. He thinks Donald Trump is a fucking gangster and a fucking, you know, and a, and a fucking nut job. He doesn't think he's fit to be president. Well, Fox News has been bashing him. And Fox News loves, that's one thing I love about Fox News. They, all they like to do is bash people. If you don't agree with Fox News, they bash you. It's, it's great. So, Literally, if you turn around and say, like, whatever, you were a celebrity and said, you know, I I don't like white cats. Um, and Fox News, liked said, came out and was doing an article before that and said, oh, you know, we like we love black cats here or black and white cats or orange cats and or white cats. And you came out and said that I don't like black. I don't like white cats. I hate white cats. I think they're an abomination. I think they're disgusting. They're ugly. Fox News would actually turn around and be like, well, this celebrity, uh, uh, today this celebrity so-and-so from this movie um, was seen um, saying, stating that they hate all cats. So it's like that's not what they said. And that's the way Fox News uh, handles stuff a lot of times they they blow shit out of proportion. Um over the years I've seen it uh firsthand with certain things. Um there was incidents in this area where uh certain things happened and it was br- it was broadcast on Fox where there was an explosion and all these people got hurt and um that wasn't true. There was a small explosion. One person got hurt, and the rest of the people were evacuated with no problems. But that's, um, that's Fox. That's how they do shit. They don't, they jump the gun, you know. Um, I, but I do love other news stations. I mean, I, I do like, uh, Channel 7, Eyewitness News. I love them because you see those vans everywhere. Um, you know, the Weather Channel is one of my favorite places because they stick the poor weather people in the worst situations. Yeah, we're going to go to Steve, and he's in the middle of, like, a tornado right now. And um, they're, they cut to the camera, and it's, like, mounted on a truck, just, you know, in the ground, and they turn around, and the fucking guy, where's Steve at? Oh, we'll get back to Steve. We're in technical difficulties. But, um, no, so, but, yeah, so this morning on CNN, they were interviewing uh, Robert De Niro. And he basically said, fuck him, twice. And he he just turned around and he said, fuck him. He's like, yeah, fuck him. He's like, you know, that's the way I feel. You know, Donald Trump's a gangster and a bully and this. And I'm like, shit. I mean, there was a minute and 30 second clip of him going off about this. And they were specifically talking about Fox News. And how he, every time he says something about Trump, Fox News bashes him. And his response was, fuck him. He apologized. He said, I'm sorry, you know. I mean, it's cable. So if for them, it's not an FCC violation. I mean, and they're like, but it's Sunday morning. And I'm, I'm like, come I'm going, it doesn't matter. You are on a cable channel. So what? It's cable. And you're interviewing Robert De Niro. He dropped the F-bomb uh, on the fucking Tonys, when he he did the Tonys, he dropped the f bomb. So everybody knows who Robert De Niro is. If you don't know who Robert De Niro is, you've been living under a rock for way too long. Because Robert, like I said, Robert De Niro is one of the greatest actors, um, in a lot of, and I would say one of one of the top ten actors of all time. I mean, um, another good fucking phenomenal actor is. Uh, is Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, you could throw him in a role where he could play a fucking, you know, he's got three lines, and those three lines in that fucking movie would be fucking out of this world. Um, You know, and he could say something like, you know, we have to get over this line because if we don't, then all hope is lost. And that would be great. And it could be a cameo. It could be a bit part, but it would be the best part of that movie because he is just one of those actors that, can literally pick up any movie um i mean but listen he was dr hannibal lecter come on so you know um that is one of the the greatest movies um in my opinion that he is in uh, silence of the Lambs, where he plays hannibal lecter in the original one um, with jody foster um, when he's in in the cell and she's interviewing him, trying to find out what this girl is, she's looking for. Spoiler alert, in case nobody's seen it, Silence of the Lambs. Um, she is interviewing him, and he is literally telling her that you know, well, why did you do this? Well, I was, you know, I, I ate his liver with a, a nice Chianti and some fava beans. You know, um, Anthony he, and Hopkins is he libs too. Um, I mean, those two actors and are, are great, you know, um, they're classic actors. Yeah, Robert De Niro's getting older. I mean, he's been in, he's been in a lot of stuff too. Um, he's been in, uh, he was in, of course he was in, you know, Meet the Fockers and, um, all those, you know, fucking movies, um, with Ben Stiller and, uh, I mean yeah that's him doing comedy. Um but Robert Tanier, I mean he was in A Bronx Tale and he's just one of those actors who is very versatile. He can go in and and he can change the entire dynamic of a scene by just walking in the room. He's another one who he does he could have 3 lines in a movie. And and they could be the most pivoting line, pivotal lines in the entire movie. Um, but yeah, so he basically he doesn't like President Trump. Do I blame him? No, he's he's um, can have his own opinion, and like like we do. We have our me and Richie. We have our own opinion on things. Do do we always agree on things? No. Do we think alike? Absolutely. You know. Do we th- do we call do we call it like we see? Yes. Um. Do we think people in this world are fucking redeemable? We try to. We hope. You have to have hope, because when you've lost all hope and you believe there's nothing left in this life, in this world, fucking back up in this life. Um. When you believe all hope is is gone in the world, then there's a problem. But there's little things. Is like everybody says you gotta look at the big picture. No. You don't have to look at the big picture. You have to cherish the small things in life because it's the tiniest things in life that actually mean the most. Whether it be like, I'll give you a good example. Your significant other taking your hand, um, walking with you in the mall while she's holding your hand or he's holding your hand. Um, that Things like that are nice when she laughs at your stupid jokes or he laughs at your stupid jokes, that's something else. You can't take the small things in life for granted because if you do, then that's a problem. People who look at the big picture, and I love when people say that, you gotta look at the big picture. You gotta look at the big picture, you dumb motherfucker. No. You have to cherish the small things in life because if you don't, you are going to miss the some of the greatest things in life and that's part of the problem is people now everybody is so fucking involved keyword in they're plugged in they're everybody's plugged in everyone's plugged in they got their fucking phone in their face they're not paying attention to the world around them we went out last night well we had a um was it was, uh, it was a, a friend of ours, Lulu. It was her birthday and um, we uh, me and Riccio and uh, went out uh, to meet Lulu to at a, at a local restaurant. Um, it was Fridays. so um, and they were doing trivia. So of course, I was interacting didn't I wasn't looking at my phone except when it was pertinent to look up certain things um but they were doing trivia so I was listening to the conversations that they were having and the questions that the guy was asking the MC was asking at the bar and you know he would play his songs okay everybody like let's get ready for this round of trivia and you know we're gonna do this and this is how it works I'm gonna play something and and you're going to tell me, I'm going to play the cover of this song and you're going to tell me who or what this song is. But he didn't play the original songs. He played the covers of all the songs, which was interesting. It was a nice twist on things on on name that tune. Um, but when we had walked in, they were doing actually like movie trivia, which was kind of cool. Um, you know, and he was doing movie lines. So he would play a line from a movie and... You would, you know, you weren't, you didn't shout it out. You wrote it down. And then you had to turn the card in at the end. Cause, and, um, he was reading off the answers like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, this, you know, um, you, you know, uh, what's one of the, I'm trying to remember one of the good ones he said last night. Um, oh, he, he quoted Jaws, uh, when, um, when are first see Jaws come out of the water and, uh, and, uh, the captain goes, uh. I think we're going to need, our uh, we're turning around and he said, I think we're going to need a bigger boat. So, um, and then another good one was, uh, I got a bad feeling about this. And then, um, he, he actually threw out two, which was really kind of funny. Um, he, there was three star Wars quotes that got thrown out during that trivia session and I loved it. Um, that was the first one. Uh, I got a bad feeling about this. And then the second one was, um, uh, I love you. And he's like, and he played the clip. So it was Carrie Fisher saying, I love you. And Harrison Ford, of course, ad-libbing the line. I know, um, from empire, uh, right before he gets frozen in carbonate. Um, And, you know, a little, you know, in-depth thing on that. That was actually an ad lib line. The original line in the movie was Princess Leia was supposed to say to Han Solo, I love you. And his response was supposed to be, I love you too. Harrison Ford looked at the script and went, Han Solo doesn't say, wouldn't say that. So George Lucas let him go, okay, well, what do you think he would say? So they shot the scene she, Carrie Fisher stayed to the script. She goes, I love you. He looks at her, pauses, and goes, I know. The cockiest motherfucking thing you could possibly say. Not like, yeah, I love you too. No, yeah, bitch, I know. Like, he was sure he was like, yeah, uh huh. That little moment we shared, Neko Base, where we were, you know, kissing a little bit. We got close, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know you love me. That's why I stayed. I stayed because you love me. No, but no, Han Solo and Harrison Ford has made this perfectly. let have said this multiple times. Han Solo is Han Solo. He's cocky, you know. Um, he's a smart ass. And that's why when they shot the, uh, the The Force Awakens, he actually asked them to kill off Han Solo. Um, because this way he couldn't be brought back for some reason. He couldn't, nothing, could, nothing, no one there couldn't be like a clone of him somewhere. So that scene where, where if anybody hasn't seen fucking the force awakens by now, unless you're fucking under the age of like, I don't know, fucking 10, you shouldn't be listening to our podcast. Um, if you're 10 years or younger, um, but if you haven't seen The Force Awakens by now and you don't know that Han Solo dies because you're fucking boycotting the movie because you're fucking whatever, um, the, that's what Harrison Ford wanted for the character. He wanted him to go out nobly, in style. He gets killed by his own son, which is a little fucked up, but you know what? It happens. So that was a request from from Harrison Ford uh, when they made that movie that He basically died nobly, which was nice. He was trying to redeem Kylo, which is great. There are people, I mean, I'm going to transition a little bit. I'm using it as a stepping stone. So you have people who are real cocky, who know, who have that persona of, yeah, I know I'm fucking going to do this and I'm going to do that. The problem is, is that a lot of these people who have that attitude are also the fucking same people who would turn around and not fucking want to help the person next to them if they were fucking dying like that's the fucking problem han solo's fucking awesome yes han shot first yes motherfuckers han shot first um so and that's a throwback to the original trilogy so but there's a problem with these people you have people who are like that and and Han Solo is a great example of it, because in his youth, yes, Han Solo was very cocky. Even when he's in The Force Awakens, he's still cocky. He's still Han Solo. You know, he's still smooth. He still fucking wants to do the right thing, but he wants to do it in style. But he's also compassionate. He also cares. Like, that was the greatest thing about Han Solo. Yes, he was a rogue. He was a rogue. He was a smuggler. He was a scoundrel. But he was also fucking, he also cared about his friends. That's a lot, a big problem today. People that don't, they just, they don't fucking get it. And that, coming around, brings us to these people with the fucking internet hoaxes. They don't fucking care whose feelings they hurt, who they fuck with. You know, I mean, you know, everybody's got something, but you know what, fuck it. They're, they're fucking scummers. I mean, that's pretty much the way it, ro- it rolls. These people are assholes. They're fucking douchebags. They shouldn't be writing that shit. You shouldn't be joking. I mean, you can joke about death with your friends. I mean, fuck, they have the death clock, you know? Um, and I think they have the death pool, too, where you can actually go on and they give you the odds about who's going to live and who's going to die, like, celebrity-wise, I mean, granted, a lot of people on that list are fucked up. like they're you know they're habitual drug users. Then you have people who are like they have long shots, you know um and uh and that's basically like funny because like you have guys who are like super healthy, you know and and they'll be on there and they'll be like, million to one odds that this person kicks the bucket in the next six months, you know. And that's how they break it down, but it's that is like poking fun at death. Because let's face it, everybody's afraid to die. Well, let me rephrase that. Let me rewind. Most people are afraid of death. Most people have that fear. And fear is is what drives a lot of people because people are afraid of what they don't know or what they don't understand. That's part of the issue with society. You know, the reason why I love the movies, and and I'm going to, this is a lot of movie references tonight, unfortunately. Sorry, people. Um, But it it goes hand in hand. So, and I'm, I'm staying on topic, and I'm breaking my topics up for the most part. So, here's pretty much how it goes. So, you have... The world that doesn't understand a lot of things. Okay, I there's a great analogy about the reason why um, most people most people believe in God. Why do most people? And this is going to be a a, a a a rhetorical question. Richie O interviewed the Reverend some time back. We have the episodes up. The Reverend wanted to listen to it. It's fucking hilarious. Um, it's great how they go back and forth. Um, most people, for the most part, believe in a God. So, Muslims, Jewish, Hindi, Catholic, Christian, some sect believes in a God. That's great. That's awesome. Um, I'm not knocking you for it. Everybody needs something to believe in. Um... That is this this being that nobody sees, but yet he's there, and he gives some of these people that ounce of fear that they need to to keep them on this straight and narrow, to to follow these rules, and and that he has set forth for them in this book written by a bunch of guys who are drinking fucking tainted water, so. Rot that around your head for a little bit. Let it fucking rattle around in that little fucking skull of some people. Um, also, the other funny thing is no one's ever realized this, but it, what people, most people fear what they don't understand. So when somebody comes up with a new idea or a new concept, it's, it's fear. They don't like change. That's what most of it is. Change. People, a lot of people feel fear. Change. And when change comes along, some people do op- accept it with open arms. Some people are hesitant. Other people want nothing to do with it. I've seen this in walks of life. Older people, I'm saying older people from like, well, we'll ballpark it because most people now are living pretty old. So we we'll say for like 100 to like maybe around like 75-ish. Those people are afraid of change. They want things the way they are. They don't want any change. Other people will say from like 75 to like maybe 30-ish. Well, I'm going to say it, 75 to like, I'm going to say maybe like 50 right now. As of this, this point, those people do they're working with change. They don't they're they're comfortable with it. They're not a hundred percent accepting of it, but they're they're working with it. Now you have people who are from 50 to like I wanna say early 20s. And these are adults I'm talking about. We'll go to even go to 18. In in this age, in the age group, most of us are. If we do have older listeners, I do apologize. If you're not one of those people who don't, who accepts change or who welcomes change, let us know. Reach out to us. Hit us up with an email. Um, I like change. Change in my eyes is good because eventually things get stagnant and you you need to stir the pot a little bit in order to kind of shake things up and make change. People who fear change... They stay the course. And and things, and I'm going to say a cliched line, history has a way of repeating itself. History will repeat itself over and over again if things don't change. If, if one thing doesn't happen, if a catalyst doesn't come in, in and change certain things, um, and it's not always a bad thing. Actually, bad things would change usually set back a lot of shit. But good things would change. Now, what I mean by that is I'm going through change. I'm going from being a single individual who has been in a relationship uh, with my significant other to um, we're getting married in 35 days. So in 35 days, I'm going to have very big change in my life. And I also like the fact that it is a change. It's a positive change because there's so much that can go on with that now. But the negative change would be like somebody going through a divorce. That's negative change. Why is that or a breakup? And what does that change about things Here's what happens. Now, I'm going to break this down into two parts. So, um, I'm going to break this into two parts for you. So, here we go. The negative aspect of that would be you have children, okay? The only thing that could could possibly come uh, um, negatively is there's no problems. Everything's perfectly fine. No cheating, no abuse, no, and not just physical abuse. Because believe it or not, oh, and you women who are probably fucking getting all hyped up right now, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but believe it or not, you know, who, I I know it's this Me Too movement, which is great. You girls want to feel empowered, awesome. Awesome. You want to start making the same amount of the same as, as, as guys and everything, that's that's great. Um I have no problems with that. I'm not threatened by that. Um the fact that any woman would make more money than me or the same amount as me. I think everything should be equal across the board. That's my feeling on things. But the issue is there's nothing wrong with the marriage. Reason is somebody's bored. Boredom, that's pretty much it. Now I'm saying this with, with with that's you know, that's a negative reason. Why? You know, um like I said, no abuse, no infidelity, um no there's nothing going wrong, no problems. It's just both parties are bored. That's a bad thing. Now, how, if you married someone, and I understand people grow apart over time. Okay, I, I do understand that. But that's the problem with these people who, and I think a lot of it's got to do with these people who get married after being together for like two years or a year or six months. Some of them fuck last a long time, but other ones fucking fall apart. Look at a lot of the celebrity weddings. What, I think the average one, I think the average celebrity lasts about three years tops tops three years then they get divorced and some of them and it's a two it's this is two parts too um some people oh yeah well we 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 thought we were in love we got married uh we realized after a couple years we have no kids we're just gonna we're gonna get a divorce he's he's he didn't cheat on me she didn't cheat on me everything's okay we're parting as friends that's great. That is a positive. Because you realize you're not, you don't love the person you're with. You thought you did, but you didn't. And unfortunately, you made a mistake. But it's not detrimental where it's not fucking causing problems. Now, on the flip side, the negatives to that, or the positives to that, really, I should say, because that's kind of a negative thing. That's that's a, neg- a little bit of a negative thing because you you wasted time it's wasted time, pretty much, and and that's my biggest thing, especially me. I, I mean, my whole aspect and outlook on life is um, I cherish every fucking minute I get of the day, and it's not a morbid fact. It just happens, but it's wasted time, and granted, it may have been a great three years like, oh, my God, we saw Paris. We saw fucking Rome. We, we traveled all of Europe. We ate at the most exquisite restaurants, experienced the most, um, most interesting venues and places. It was a great thrill ride. When there's nothing left, there's nothing left, so they split, but they split on good terms. Now, the flip side of that is people who are married and turn around, and one party or the other is dealing with the husband cheating, the wife's cheating, um, the husband's abusive. Fuck. And I'm going to say it, and I'm not afraid to say it. S- fucking women are abusive, too. It goes hand in hand. And it's true. Some women in this world are fucking abusive. And the problem is with that, it's, it's an unspoken thing. Yeah, most guys are a little too fucking, yeah, yeah, like to admit, oh, my wife fucking hit me, Um, you know. But listen, back in the 50s, fucking women used to hit their husbands with frying pans and not like these little shit frying pans now that we have. I'm talking about like fucking cast iron solid fucking frying pans. Um, And trust me, I fucking know this. I've fucking seen it. I've seen my fucking, my one great grandmother hit my great grandfather with a fucking frying pan. And I heard stories about it too from family members. So that shit's funny. We all talk about getting shit thrown at us. This bit, this motherfucker took a fucking frying pan and she hit him with a fucking cast iron frying pan. Upside the fucking head. He stayed with her. He loved her. He was with her for 80-something years. But nowadays, women are getting, a lot of women are getting over on this shit. And guys, don't be afraid. Let me, okay. Uh, This is a little, we're going to do a public service announcement right now from my side of the shit. So, guys, ladies, you two, actually it's for both men, women and men, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, Abuse is a fucking bad thing, okay? Whether it's coming from your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, or your wife. It's not a good thing. And that's fucked up. Trust me from experience. It's not a good thing. I had three ex-girlfriends who were, one of them was verbally abusive. One of them was physically abusive. um, Yeah, the fucking bitch bit me, and fucking drew blood, and it wasn't in a fun way. Um, And one of the... I had two physically abusive girlfriends. Uh, One of my girlfriends was not only physically abusive, but she was also verbally and mentally abusive. Um, That eats at you. Um, It eats at you in different ways. And listen, I'm not afraid to fucking say that. And if anybody ever has... Anybody ever... (laughs) wants to ask me fucking questions about it, feel free to fucking shoot me a lot. If you don't want to shoot us a line at the webpage, my email address is brianblack201 at gmail.com. Um, and trust me, I'll answer any fucking questions you have or give you advice any way, shape, or form I can to get your ass out of that fucking situation because it's not healthy. Not healthy. It fucking kills you inside because I was brought up Old school, okay? We've we've talked about this. I was raised by my grandparents. My mom was a single mother. She was told she had to work to provide for me. My father, I saw every other weekend. So yes, my father was in the picture. My parents were not married. Nothing wrong with that. This is in the 1970s, early 80s. So yeah, there was a problem with that. My grandparents were different. They didn't send my mom away like a lot of these fucking people did. They were a little bit forward thinking. Um so but the problem is is that no, my everything was cool with them. So, but I was raised by my grandparents. I was always told you never ever 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 hit a woman. Never. Never, that's a fucking no-no. A no-no. I got told that by my grandmother. I got told that by my grandfather. God rest his soul. I got told that by my mom. You never hit a woman. You never hit a woman. So, I come home one night from my girlfriend's house. And I have a black eye. And I'm sitting at the table. And I'm having, I sit down my uh, with my mom. And my mom looks at me, and she asks me the question of, where'd you get the black eye from? I said, oh, um, I was helping, you know, uh, I was helping uh, so-and-so with this, and, ah, fuck it, I was helping this bitch with, with this, I can't say bitch, i take that back, um, I was helping this, this just, just fucking horrible person with this shit. And um we were putting up I was helping her put up a shelf and the fucking she moved it while I was holding it and me in the fucking face. So my mom, of course, looking at me, realizing I was fucking full of shit, goes to me and this is my mother. She says to me, "Brian, listen. I'm going to give you tell you one thing. I told you your entire life never lay your hands on a woman never hit a woman never hurt a woman because that's wrong at a malicious at being malicious but the minute she fucking does something to fucking hurt you she punches you that's it she goes she's now lost the whole chivalry thing and she's trying to stand on the same ground as you She's like, "You need to take care of that shit." and literally, I looked at my mom and I'm like, "But you told me my entire life never to hit a woman but my and my mom said to me, "Right, I told you never to hit a woman, but I never told you not to protect yourself. but the problem with that is is that a lot of these fucking people, and this is fucked up i've I've never laid fucking hands on a, on a woman before um." and i never will pretty much because there's reasons that i know of for shit that uh you know what 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 goes on with people and you know what and um on the flip side too girl guys so that's you shouldn't put up with an abusive woman if you have a woman that's beating you biting you hurting you um threatening you threatening to do stuff to herself and going to blame you get the fuck out of that relationship get away from her don't retaliate you know that's what they want a lot of them that's what they want they want you to hit them they want you to leave a mark on them so they can turn around and say well he hit me he hit me he's an abuser he's abusive No girl should go near him. He should be in jail. You know what? Fuck you. Guys, fuck them. They're not worth it. They'll never fucking change. And I'm serious. They'll never change. They'll never fucking change. Because those three people never fucking changed. I'm not with any of them. I don't talk to two of them. I talk to one of them because I'm a fucking nice person. But I keep my distance. But I also take everything they say with a grain of salt because a lot of their shit is one sided. And I've heard stories from other people that like I got a, a fucking message from them saying, oh, yeah, he beat the shit out of me. I confronted the guy that supposedly beat the shit out of her, and he's like, yo, dude, I never fucking laid a hand on her. And he fucking, one guy rolled his sleeve up, and he showed me his arm. He had fucking bite marks on his arm from her. And from being on the same end of that, from that girl, from her having a fucking psychotic episode, flipping out on me and fucking biting my arm and breaking the fucking skin, thank God I had a tetanus shot. Um that is a bad situation. So any kind of abuse like that, guys, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Run. I don't care if fucking you guys live in a place together. Fucking run. On the flip side, girls, listen, you don't need to put up with that shit either. Okay? If a guy hits you, abuses you, forces you to do shit you don't want to do, you get out. And if you have any safe haven to go to a relative's place a friend's place you know go get the fuck out of that relationship because it's not fucking safe you know um we've touched on it a little bit before i don't want to fucking get into stories about this certain things because it gets a little personal um but I do know people who've been in bad relationships. One person I know very closely, her ex-boyfriend almost killed her. This motherfucker really deserves to be fucking just wished off the face of this planet. Um, and I said wished, you know, or put fucking in a in a fucking place where he can never see the light light of day again. Because he's a fucking deplorable human being. He's a racist and a bigot. And he forced her to do things against her will that she didn't want to do. And when she started to fight back finally and retaliate, um, basically he, um, he, he tried to kill both of them. He basically said, if I can't have you, no one will. And he steered his car into oncoming traffic and the result is, uh, this friend of mine has a, um, uh, steel rod in her, in her fucking leg. She's got plates and screws in her fucking ankle. She's got a pin in her hip. Um, she's got scars on her, uh, certain parts of her body, like her, her face and her neck and stuff. And in her head, and, you know, um, I know, I mean, I know them very closely, and, I mean, I met them right after, like, a year, I met this person a year after this accident, and for, like, three years, I remember a couple points where we were sitting there, like, we were hanging out at their house, and they are like, man, my head's itchy, and all of a sudden, they pulled fucking glass out of their scalp, and... I was like like holy shit and then they pulled like a piece out of their leg. And I'm like what the fuck? Like this is how this is a bad situation that unfortunately they didn't have anyone to go to. They tried. They tried, but it didn't work. So girls, if you have a guy like that or a guy who's even like fucking just out of his mind, get the fuck away. That is a fucking unhealthy situation. And I'm sorry. I know it's kind of serious. I got kind of serious. And you know. But it's shit that needs to be fucking talked about. And honestly. No one should have to go through that. Male or female. I don't care if you're fucking Martian. I don't care if you're Chinese, Asian. Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Fucking African. Fucking white. Um, Eskimo. Fuck. None of you should go through that. But let's transition a little bit into into something a little bit let's let's end on a fucking up note shall we so I like family Guy okay um, I don't know how many if anybody out there watches family Guy let me let us know um, PowerlineKidsPodcast.com so does anybody ever realize <laughs> that Stewie and Brian have this really like It's a really weird, unspoken bond that they have, but not to get into that, because that I'll touch on in another episode I do by myself. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking go into that in more further detail. But does anybody realize, like, okay, Stewie is a fucking little genius with a football head. If my kid came out and his head was shaped like a football, I'd be worried. But, okay, Stewie wears red overalls, yellow shirt, sneakers, head shaped like a football. Um, he talks, okay, the fucking little baby talks, and it's funny, because everybody else, but the dog, but the dog, here's the fucked up part, everybody else treats him like a baby, they, they do little baby fucking talk to him, oh, Stewie, that's so good, oh, that's so sweet, Brian talks to him like a normal fucking person. Brian is a dog who fucking talks. Where, walks on two legs, okay? Drinks martinis. Mar- martinis. Sorry, I'm a little congested. I'm getting overhead cold. Um, Drinks martinis. And drives a fucking Prius, okay? So, I, if anybody... I mean, that is just fucking... Nuts. I know it's a cartoon. I know it's a fucking cartoon. I know people are going to bitch at me for saying that. But listen, it's just fucking fun. Does anybody fucking realize it? I mean, I watch this shit all the time. And, you know, Meg, if anybody doesn't know this, Meg is um, is pretty much a, a fucking, just a fucking joke. She literally, and it's funny if anybody's watched the behind. The, there's like a behind the uh, behind the scenes thing for Family Guy. Meg is kind of a throwaway character, and uh, she's she's fucking funny. And of course, Chris. Everybody knows Chris is Seth Green. Um, if you don't know that, they kind of go back and forth making jokes about Robot Chicken, um, and in Family Guy all the time. So there's a lot of times where they'll, like, turn around and make comments about Robot Chicken and how Robot Chicken is better than Family Guy. Um, They crack on... They make fun of Fox a lot. They're on Cartoon Network now, and I think um, one other network. Um, But yeah, they they fucking rip Fox apart constantly. And uh, it's fucking hilarious just how they turn around... And they get away with some of the fucking shit they say. But if anybody doesn't realize it, Mila Kunis plays Meg Griffin on Family Guy. Um, Seth MacFarlane, he's fucking a, a nut. Um, Alex Bronstein is Lois. If anybody doesn't remember who doesn't remember Alice Bronstein, if you anybody remembers Mad TV... Uh, she was on that. She played the little Asian lady, Mrs. Swan. So, oh, no. Oh, no, you can't do that. No. But, yeah, that's her. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Seth Green is, um, is Chris Griffin. And the funny thing about Seth Green and Seth McFarlane is they're really good friends. They go back and forth constantly with shit. And it's, uh, Seth Green is the, uh, big with Robot Chicken. He's always trying to throw Robot Chicken shit in there. Um, he basically, Seth Green and Matthew Srench created an off-the-wall comedy hit, Robot Chicken. If anybody's doesn't know what Robot Chicken is, basically it's a fucking TV show where they take action figures and make fucking little short episodes. Stop-motion short episodes. All kinds of sick shit. And when I say sick shit, I mean... Sick fucking shit. They did Robot Chicken did a Star Wars episode, which is hilarious. Um, you gotta watch it. They did a trilogy. Family Guy did one too. It's called Blue Harvest. Um, and it was a Star Wars trilogy where they basically did episode... Uh, epi- the original trilogy in three episodes. Same thing with Robot Chicken. But it was a little different where they did like... Uh, Boba Fett has like this fucking... He's just fucked up, Um, killing, he's killing fucking people for fun, Um, making all kinds of different puns and stuff, Um, uh, just, the Robot Chicken one is fucking hilarious too, Um, but yeah, that's on Cartoon Network as well, Um, and it's it's a fucking great show, Um, Breckin Meyer's on it, Um, Seth MacFarlane's on it. Um, so they go back and forth, but like I said, they're fucking those two shows, Family Guy and Robot Chicken, are fucking hilarious. Um, and it's just those shit like that is always fun to watch. But like I said, does anybody fucking realize that everybody ignores Stewie and Brian? Everybody, and (laughs) they haven't changed it because, um, the other Stewie's. Stewie at one point when they show like Stewie's conception, he's fighting a little fucking football headed redhead kid. And his name is Gilbert. Or Gilbert. I don't remember if it's Gilbert or Gilbert, but it's Gilbert Godfrey. Is the voice. And he's like Stewie's arch nemesis. And there's an episode that uh where Lois wants, to, uh, Lois wants Peter to get a vasectomy. So before he does, he goes to the sperm bank and he knocks over all of the supply because none of the rooms in the sperm bank are full, are, uh, are open, they're all full um, with different Family Guy characters. And he they stick him in the fridge where all the samples are, all the donor samples are. And he knocks over the rack with everything on there. Well... The nurse comes back and goes, Mr. Griffin, you've been in there for a long time. And he goes, everything's back the way it was. I didn't knock anything over. Everything's full, but it's all mine. That's what took me so long. So basically, you see everything break, and he restocks the sperm bank with his sperm. So Gilbert gets basically um, born eventually. And it's just him and Stewie have a fucking rivalry where they're just trying to kill each other. But Stewie's got pretty much Gilbert and he's trying to kill his mother. So it's just fucked up things that happen. that this is like... He gets treated like a baby, but he has weapons. He He's a genius. His father is a total fuck-up. And his mother is just completely oblivious, but they treat him like a small child. And, um, like like he's just a, like he's a baby. Ex- like I said, everybody in the family does, except for Brian the dog. They have conversations, they have adventures together. It is fucking hilarious. So, I definitely recommend, if nobody has seen uh, Family Guide, to check it out. If you have, great. Has anybody noticed what I've noticed? So, um... Uh, we have no emails for this week. Um, I don't know if it's because th- recording on a new night fucked everybody up. Um, check us out on Anchor FM. It's anchor.fm. Um, that's our new host. Uh, the webpage is the powerlinekidspodcast.com. Um, we're on pretty much almost everything. So uh, remember, um, keep listening stay tuned you never know when we're gonna drop an episode or two so I'm doing a solo myself tonight it's Brian Black um Richie O's gonna record one so you're gonna get a two for tonight so you'll have two hours um to figure out who the fuck you want to listen to um because we just couldn't hook up tonight which is happens sometimes but you know what we got uh We're going to keep doing this. We're going to fucking grow this army. You guys are going to help us. We thank you for the emails we do get all the time um, that don't go through the webpage and just go to Richie or myself. Um, And listen, again, don't let the internet hoaxes fool you. There's a lot of them out there. Um, You got to fucking stay real um, and definitely fucking, definitely uh, keep your shit fucking together. Because it is fucking crazy out there. This world is fucking nuts. I mean, shit. Like I said, uh, bringing it back is fucking Robert, Robert De Niro dropping the F-bomb today on CNN twice. Not once, but twice. Um, so, uh, anyway, this is uh, it's Sunday, the 29th, 2019 of September. And uh, this is Brian Black. And um, I am out. So, late.